coming at you, my friends, down and dirty, right here, right now. Podcast number 231. It's Tuesday night, and I am getting ready to go on a road trip with my mother to Central California, right outside of Fresno, road tripping to pick up 100 pounds. Let me say that again. 100 pounds of raw olives. Yes, indeed. So... I'm just, you know, I'm going to come out with this podcast. We're getting up hyper early to start driving. It's going to take us two days to get there. Uh, We're going to spend the night in Reno, and then we're going to drive all the way to uh, basically Clovis, California, spend the night. Then I'm taking a little side trip the next day to pick up a vintage mountain bike, early 90s mountain bike. It's a great deal. I'm going to be in California anyway, but then spend the night again in Clovis. And then Saturday morning, we're going to wake up, go to the olive farm, pick up 100 pounds of raw olives. Oh, and then we're going to do this thing, right? This So basically, I'm on an olive road trip or what I'd like to say, the, the great olive pilgrimage of 2021. Uh, yeah, now what... I'm almost speechless. (laughs) I can't believe we're doing this, right? I can't believe it. So last year, we actually bought 40 pounds of mushrooms from a different olive farm, and they shipped them to us. Uh, But there's a drought going on in California this year. There's, you know, there's a water shortage to boot. um, And the farm sold out faster than we thought. We came in late. So they told us to call them in early August and start figuring out if that's what we want to do. But my mom wants to do this thing and she wants to do a hundred pounds. We did 40 last year. And um, yeah, basically we have to drive to California because this small olive farm won't ship olives to us. So yeah, here we go. Here we go. Now here's the backstory. Here's the, here's the backstory. Growing up, Growing up in South Bend, Indiana, my parents were immigrants. So my father came over from Italy. My mom came over from Mexico. You know, I grew up eating cow tongue and calamari salad, which used to freak my Indiana boys. The Indiana boys, my friends who were Indiana boys, were freaking out about the food, except my good buddy Mitch, mighty Mitch, Mitchology, the Mitch master. Loved, still to this day, loves my mom's food. He just came in last month. He just came in last month. But, and I mentioned this in the podcast, uh, John Klimak ran running out of my house saying he's never going to come back in when he saw a giant cow tongue on the table and tentacles coming out of the salad. Right. And then, you know, my dad, he used to butcher goats in the basement. So we'd have a goat hanging upside down, getting bled, bleeding out. Right. Yeah, my friends are like, what's going on here, man? This is like, were you guys Satan worshipers or whatever? (laughs) Yeah, just insane. Because my dad used to make raw, uh, he used to process his own sausage, right? Insane. I still have his cast iron sausage machine, the hand crank, you know. Yeah, just, I'll save that for another story. I'll save that for another story. But here we go. Uh, Once a year, my mom would make 100 pounds of these olives, right? And this recipe came from my dad's side of the family. So it's old school, old country, traditional, ancient, handed down from Zeus himself, you know, coming straight from Italy, just old school, right? I mean, Caesar probably did it like this. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, so we got raw olives, and then we got to smash them and take the pit out. Now, that's just insane because olives, raw olives are incredibly hard, and that is just unbelievable. Last year, we, we were not really prepared to do that amount of work. So then after you, you pit them, you get the you get the pits out, then you got to soak them in water for like two to three weeks. And here's the thing. You can't just soak them in water. You got to drain the water twice a day. So for 20 days, I had to get up in the morning and empty out these two huge vats of, of water. You know, they had spigots at the bottom. They were hanging out by our sink. And then uh, fill them up before I went to work. And then I'd come home and we'd drain them and then fill them up again. And then they'd change color. And then my mom would taste them. And then one day she's like, okay, now it's time. So then we got to take them out, and then we have these giant uh, ceramic vats, you know, these just cylinder-shaped vats. We clean it out, and then, you know, we lay down, you know, two inches, inch and a half, two inches of olives, and then my mom puts on the magic seasoning. You know, she spices it. She she's gets this mixture together and throws down a layer, and then olives, and then seasoning, olive seasoning, olive seasoning. And then we have this round lid that's just a little bit smaller than the inner diameter of this vat. And then we put it on top and then we put all this, you know, we put weights on there, 25 pound weights, and it slowly starts to press all the water out of the olives. And at the same time, seasons them, marinates them. I don't even know what to call it. I mean, it's not like, it's not a brine. And I don't even really know what that means. I don't cook, <laughs> right? But here I am, like, smashing olives and pitting olives and draining olives and then putting them in this vat. And then, you know, last year at, at this time, you know, pandemic round one was heavy. You couldn't find any weights because people were buying up. There was like a, a workout weight bench shortage, like weights. I just wanted 25-pound weights. Couldn't find them anywhere. Then I had to get, like, Barrio Ghetto style. And I'm looking for rocks by the Boise River to increase weight. Side story, right? So we, we put this weight on, and it pushes the water to, to the top, and then we siphon it out. And then it takes, oh, you know, it once we get the olives, it takes like a certain amount of days, 10, 12 days until they're ready to get pitted. And then we pit them. That takes a while. And then we got to soak them for up to 20 days. That takes a while. And then we pull them out, and it, whatever, it takes another day and a half to prep them. And then we put them in this giant vat, and then we press them for like six weeks, Something like that. Then we got to pull them out, you know, like peel them out of there because they're pressed pretty tightly. And then we put them in basically mason jars and put a little bit of olive oil in there, which seems weird because we pulled all the fluid out. But now we just put olive oil in there and then we got to Then you got to burp them. Right. Right. Because it just does its thing. And then, you know, after I don't know, like two and a half months, it is so labor intensive. Then you got to let them you know, after they're burped, you got to let them sit for a while. And then they're just, oh my word, they are, let me back it up. Good. Good. Oh, they are just amazing. Now I'll tell you my last year, my mom posted some in images. She hasn't done it in like 25, 30 years. She posted a couple images and then people we haven't heard of in like 35 years were calling us up. Hey, I, I heard you guys were making the olives again. Can we get a jar? <laughs> And I was like, no, we can send them a video of us eating the olives. But basically, we're not giving any of those out. So, yeah, it's quite a thing. And it's it makes my mom happy.
you know, it's a little bit of my dad. You know, he died about 20 years ago. So it's really, it's nice for my mom. It's nice for my mom. And it's a great family tradition, you know. I'm going to be actually filming a lot. This is kind of part one of the podcast. When my mom and I are driving up there, I'm going to interview her for my next podcast about this whole olive thing. Like, I swear Caesar did it this way. This is what they were doing in Rome. Got all passed down. My dad got it. Uh, crazy. And uh, I still have a jar from last year. Uh, they were hard to hang on to. I'm going to have to bury a handful of jars. But I think, I, you know, for each year, I'm going to try to keep one or two jars. And then we can just kind of see how the flavor goes over time. My mom wants to keep doing it. Um, so we're going to have to order olives earlier. Or we're just going to have to make a yearly trip to pick up olives. It's insane. But, you know, what can I say? I, I, I've traveled internationally with my mom. We've, we've gone to Mexico. We've gone to Hawaii. Uh, we did a great trip to Seattle to see the Star Trek art show at the at the Museum of Modern Pop Art, which used to be the Jimi Hendrix Experience Museum. Uh, the Exper Experimental Music Project had a great time, you know, and my mom wants to go to Egypt and Bethlehem. We're pl we were planning a trip to Italy. She wants to do a, a ca Roman Catholic pilgrimage to the Vatican. And, of course, see all the Roman stuff, you know, and, and, and uh, the Sistine Chapel and all that. I want to I help her do these things, right? But it ain't easy traveling with my mom. You know, we live together. I spend most of my time with her and, you know, but here we go. We're going to do this thing and we're going to just, we're going to make it great. It's just practice. So I'm road tripping with my mom. We're on an olive pilgrimage, and then we're going to just be basically working our ass off prepping these olives. A hundred pounds. Oh, my word. So last year, we had to pit them by hand. So basically, we're just trying to find ways to smash olives. You know, we have mallets and hammers and two cutting boards together and jumping on it and just all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, we tried cherry pitters. None of that really worked. Uh, let me see. I'm having some technical difficulties here. Okay, Kay, I'm back in flow. Yeah, my screen went black and I couldn't get it to unsleep. So I uh, just had some funky technical difficulties. So yeah, well, you know, let me just get back to it. We tried cherry pitters. We tried all kinds of crazy stuff. And then we were even looking at buying like uh, machines from Italy, you know, this kind of thing. But we're not producing like 500 pounds of olives, you know. And we found this guy down in uh, California, Olive Don. He makes a, a really cool... Uh, uh, olive pitting machine, but it's mostly for, you know, already cured olives to get the pit out without breaking the the skin so you can stuff them, that kind of stuff. But it will do raw olives. It costs 400 bucks. It's really well made and cool. But um, we started doing a little more research and found out like in the Mediterranean, Turkey, Italy, all that, they uh, they make these wooden ones, handmade ones out of wood. Uh, and they're basically temporary you know they just use them until they're overstained and and uh then they get rid of them you know they're not hard to make and i had i got a friend at work who does woodworking and uh, he's making me two of them so we're pretty excited to upgrade our skills this year and uh, really see what we can do as far as coming up with these olives but uh well not but how about and and i'm going to be going on a road trip with my mom you know 
we're working on our travel skills together. Uh, road tripping with my mom's kind of a different thing. Um, we'll just see how it goes. It's a lot of time in the car and and uh, this kind of stuff. And as a bonus, uh, I got a really good deal on a bicycle I was going to have shipped up from California. This guy's going to meet me about two hours south of Fresno. I'm in California for an extra day because scheduling got a little funky. And um, so, yeah, I'm going to pick up this bike, which is going to be great. I'm really excited. It's a 1990 Bontrager. Uh, the race light, those are well, incredibly well built, highly sought after. And uh, this guy's got nothing but high-end components. So it's going to be a really good bicycle to have. And we're getting olives. We get to see Central California. Going to stop and see some friends along the way. And, and uh, there it is, my friends. We're just road tripping with Mama. Olive Pilgrimage. And I'll be uh, just doing an interview with her for my next podcast, my friends. Okay. I still got a lot to do. I'm going to cut this one. Uh, I was actually hoping it'd be about eight minutes, but I was on a roll. We're at 13 and a half. And with that, my friends, I'm going to, I'm just going to let it go and we'll catch you next time. Stay safe. Be cool. See, I told you he's strange and wonderful. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Alejandro with One Hand Speaks. Find me online at onehandspeaks.com and all your social media outlets.